ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जॉय टू यू फ्रेंड्स इन द सेकंड चैप्टर ऑफ द गीता एंड इट्स अ लॉन्ग चैप्टर the 38th stanza be even minded in the face of pleasure or gain pleasure or pain gain or loss victory or defeat in this way you will incur no sin it's very important to understand that karma depends upon the emotion behind it if you do something absent mindedly it doesn't it's not nearly the same karma as if you do the same thing with a malicious intent the intent behind karma is what gives it its power so krishna is saying don't don't have emotions in it you will be free even of uh good karma if you can neutralize all karma that's the best karma of all to take you beyond even sattva guna into the infinite so the in between state between these different opposites he speaks of pleasure or pain well if you indulge in pleasure and really feel it is i'm enjoying i'm mm, wonderful food and so on you get all excited about the good things of it you will be susceptible to pain not only will that pain come to you because it has to we're living in a world of consciousness you can't get away with things just because of uh thinking that they're just physical everything you do is conscious and if you have great pleasure in what you what is giving you some pleasure you'll have an equally great pain so this is why yogananda explained that people who suffer from moods are people who have enjoyed uh the sense pleasures too much in the past whenever you have anything pleasing it's not that you have to turn away from a good meal in disgust It's not as if you see a beautiful sunset, oh, another one of those. I actually met a saint in India who was 132 years old, so he must have had something going for him. But he told me I shouldn't enjoy anything. I said, "What? Not even a sunset?" "No, nope, nothing." Well, his way was a very dry way. It may lead somewhere, and I suppose it'll lead to something good in the end, but it sure didn't impress me. I think that we should enjoy good things but the difference is and master said this enjoy it with the joy of god understand that you are enjoying beauty god's beauty in the sun in the sunset and you are enjoying in yourself rather than out there any joy you experience any pleasure you experience think of it as in here i remember one time some rather absurd scene going on and uh master and rajashi his chief disciple were sitting side by side and they watched this royal and there was a chuckle they they appreciated the absurdity of it but all their enjoyment was inside other people would just slap their thighs and say oh how funny you can enjoy everything much more if you enjoy it within yourself last night i i enjoy watching the old Walt Disney movies not the new ones they don't seem to have as much artistry or 
sensitivity, but um, I was watching Cinderella last night, and I've seen that several times. It actually, you might think here I'm an old man of 83. What am I still doing enjoying things like that? But it is so inspiring to me to think that after all the pain that the soul goes through, all the suffering, all the ignominy, and uh, uh, disrespect from others and so on, finally the end of every story is so beautiful. The end of every story is perfect. And they lived happily forever after. If you translate that onto a divine level, yes, because the joy you feel in God is eternal. And although, yes, they'll become old and crotchety maybe and everything, but uh, in God, it's forever. It really is forever. And all the, all the dark moments you've had, they'll finally resolve themselves. There's nothing that, that you have ever experienced that is dark that won't finally be turned to light. But remember that that light is not, has, doesn't have an opposite, and that's a very important thing to understand, whereas the light that you see, let us say, in the beauty of a sunset, if your enjoyment is just out there and not a reminder inwardly of the beauty inside, the joy inside, then you will have to experience an equal and opposite uh, displeasure. In that case, it won't be much. It may be a thunderstorm or something small. But when you add up these smalls, they become big. So remember, always bring things back to yourself. And try to, always try to take every truth and turn it to something practical that you can see. Test it. It's not enough to think that it's way up there and must be way beyond, beyond you and uh, you'll accept it because it is. Try to bring it down to your level. For example, uh, we were taught as children that there's a, a pot of gold at the end of every rainbow. Well, you can't tell that. Rainbow's off in the mountains. You can't tell where that pot of gold is. And of course, the rainbow shifts. You shift yourself of your perspective and everything. But that's not the whole thing. You can create a, gar a, ho a rainbow in your own garden with a garden hose and the spray that comes from it. If you dig right at that point, you'll find, of course, there's no, no uh, pot of gold. So bring everything down to your own level where you can see it, test it for yourself. See, is this valid or not valid? But in this, our, uh, Krishna is talking about your gains, your loss. You're just a moment. I'm not very good at reading without glasses. Your victory or defeat. Remember that everyone is followed by its opposite. You can't get away from that. You will lose some things, but you'll win some others. You can't, you can't worry too much if you've lost, because sooner or later you will win. And even if it's a battle in this world and you get killed, it's all, it seems so sort of ironic. Here you're fighting for a good cause, and if you're killed, you'll never find out if you won or not. But sooner or later, in the other world, of course, you can see. But more than that, sooner or later, you will always be conscious of victory. And in that consciousness, still, if you were thinking the victory is something like people jumping up and down after a football game or the Oakland team after they'd won the National League and said, we're number one, we're number one. And the next morning you've got their headaches and their uh, disappointments. No, no, this world won't give it to you. Every up is followed by a down. 
And what Krishna is saying is tie it down to your own daily experiences. You'll see the more you do that everything is followed by its opposite. You'll get a good job and then the people in the office will bicker and scold and not be pleasant to work with. You'll find people who are pleasant to work with and then maybe something else will happen. You'll have a rival who will try to destroy the company and so on. It goes on indefinitely. And so Krishna is saying, be even-minded. Don't let outward things disturb you. And this is the essence. And he's saying you will incur no sin. Well, that's true. Because then you don't get karma. Because the karma you get is from your intention even more than your action. But finally, what he's done here is sum up the Shankya philosophy. And this is the next stanza in which he's saying that I have taught you Shankya, now I will teach you yoga. We'll go into that again next time. Joy to you.